You're listening to the PlantX Podcast, the digital face of the plant-based community. Join us as we explore the inner workings of all things plant-based, from the products and lifestyles to the people behind them. Whether you follow a strict plant-based diet or just want to learn more, you're invited. Now welcome our host, the man who combined his love of e-commerce and the plant-based lifestyle to create PlantX, Sean Dollinger. Hey everyone, welcome to our uh, 17th episode of our um, Plantex podcast. Thank you very much for uh, coming and joining us at the new time here in uh, the West Coast. We're at uh, five o'clock and Eastern eight o'clock and uh, you know, everywhere else in the world. So thank you very much for taking the time to join. Uh, we have uh, two fantastic people on today uh, from uh, Jack Taylor PR that we've been using um, since uh, essentially we went public. Um, John Beer, the founder of the company as well as Heather. So uh, I'm excited to have them uh, on the show shortly. We'll definitely bring them on to introduce them to everyone and just like every other uh, vodcast for all the newcomers, you know, and uh, thanks again for everybody for sharing these videos, subscribing, please hit subscribe. And last week, thank you so much for all the thumbs up. That really helps get this video out there. And then because you guys are sharing this video with uh, so many friends and uh, possible inv investors and everyone out there, it's really, really growing. So uh, you're taking time out. So please, any questions you guys have, make sure to ask away during the, the vodcast. And uh, just a quick random story before I get into what Plantex is all about. I, I was driving down from Vancouver um, down to Seattle so that I could fly out to San Diego to work on our distribution center. And uh, I pull off a random exit along the way and uh, go to a random hotel that wasn't coordinated or anything. And I'm walking because they wanted me to do it from a room. And then I see this uh, mural in back of me. And it's just, it, it just keeps reconnecting what Plantex is all about and the vibe that I feel. And every person that we speak to about Plantex just gets more like so excited about it. And they share the story. You know, last time I mentioned, we now have well over 1500 investors in the company. And that's really all due to everybody tuning in here, sharing the story and believing in what we created. And again, to recap what Plantex is all about, we're your one-stop shop for everything plant-based. So we've added verticals from meal delivery to pet food, pet products, uh, you know, plants. Uh, the team out in the UK is doing a, a great job. Love what Katie and her team are doing. And we see plant sales exploding all over North America as well. And then our grocery section. And that's the big part this week of going down to San Diego to work with the team down there is to start the whole refrigerator and frozen section. So we're really excited about that. So again, that's really what Plantex is all about. So again, you guys are taking time out of your night. Please ask questions away. So on that, uh, John, Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. No one ever wants to have their PR team on their on their broadcast. We're always we're always swept under the rug, the dirty little secret. No way. Well, you guys are our front and center, and I can't thank you enough. And we'll get a little bit more into everything that you guys have done because uh, honestly, from from my heart, I believe you guys are a lot more than just the PR company. And when we uh, got introduced through um, Stacy, uh, a person who advises for our company, uh, and put that connection with Alex. You know, I, I've used PR companies in the past. Some were fantastic. Some, you know, definitely we didn't get what we thought we would out of them. 
and with you guys, it's just been tremendous. So I can't wait to share all of that. And uh, before we get into anything to do with that, we always start our vodcast with asking, how do you guys take your coffee? Me, I'll go. All right, yeah. I actually drink mud water instead of coffee now for a few months. Um, it's a client of ours, but uh, truly, like, I've had two coffees when I didn't bring mud water with me somewhere. Um, it's really great. It's like a chai, um, so it's a little bit lower caffeine, and I drink it either straight, so like just water and mud, or I steam some uh, oat milk. Awesome. Cool. Nice plug, Heather. Uh, <laughs> in the business. Uh, I take my coffee black. And I do also drink mud water, but I, I oscillate. I'm a, I'm a heavy caffeine user. Great, cool. I have a bit of a combination of both of you. I have my coffee black, but sometimes I like it with oat milk. So pretty cool on that. And, um, you know, before we jump in on a little bit about you guys, like mud water is a perfect example. It's a client of yours. The reason why we loved and we were drawn to your company was because you are a PR company that specializes in the plant-based space. And, you know, not only are you just doing PR for us, but the clients that you have, you've really brought together really nicely, you know, in our ecosystem as well. So, you know, thank you for that. Um, you know, so maybe you could give a little bit of background on how you're focusing on the plant-based space and what you've experienced so far. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting because when we decided, because we don't only work with plant-based brands, we, but we do only work in wellness. But the brands that we work with in wellness are all plant-based. And when we made that decision, uh, I wasn't plant-based. We made that we made that decision because, you know, one, we want to do something that that helps people live better lives. That's kind of our, our core purpose. And we want to do something that is good for the environment and, and good for the world and spend our energy, uh, you know, growing businesses that are going to help people. And in the beginning, actually, like we have a good reputation in this space. And so. Uh, there were a lot of brands that were, you know, really well-funded, that had really great stories, that were interesting brands that were, you know, meat-heavy or meat-focused that we had to turn down. And uh, obviously it was the right decision and we, you know, we feel really good about it. But, I mean, we turned it down even before uh, I was fully plant-based. Yeah, I think it's really important to us just sort of not only the value that we provide to our clients but the value that our clients provide to our clients like you mentioned you know being part of the jack taylor family being a client in that ecosystem of uh you know everything from startups to really established wellness brands that to me like if i was a prospective client that's one of the sexiest parts of our of our pitch i think is that you are alongside all these really um up and coming and also well-respected brands. And I think, you know, brands like Hyperice, it's not a plant-based brand, but it's not an anti-plant-based brand. You know, John says plant-based adjacent, right? So we're not gonna take a bone broth company um, ever, uh, you know, in this in this chapter of ours. But um, yeah, certainly I think the, uh, the successes that our brands share and, you know, you mentioned Mudwater, like being able to sort of be in cahoots with each other is a really, uh, you know, promising like value prop from a prospective client or client perspective. Mm. Yeah, no, and I know you guys definitely care about that because I couldn't understand it. it was like, 
we had to be interviewed to be accepted by the PR company. I kept saying to Alex, Alex, I, I don't have an hour a week to just go over what we do um, to get into it. And I thought that was a really interesting approach, how you make sure that you vet the companies because you guys are so fantastic at what you guys do. And I'm sure our investors and customers and everybody could see, just go on our website and see all the different plugs you guys got for us so far. And it's even more than that, where you guys have gone well above and beyond where, you know, I didn't know that you would help us find different talent for different things that we put on and connections. So, so far the experience has just been uh, really tremendous with you guys. And, you know, not to put you guys on the spot because I know you have like incredible uh, companies that you work with, but what's different about Plantex? Like, why did you guys decide to take us on as a client and what's been the most fun about working with, uh, with our team so far? So, um, I think one of the reasons why we are really good and thank you very much. That's, you know, that's really gracious and the best compliment that, that you could give us also, you know, publicly amazing. Um, but the re one of the reasons why we're so good is that we are creative storytellers and, we work with brands that have story. And the truth about PR is that not every brand gets, you know, PR. You don't get to get PR just because you can afford PR. I mean, you can, but it won't be very good if your brand doesn't have inherent story in it, you know? And I always use these, these household name brands as examples. Uh, Kleenex. Uh, Kleenex is a household name brand. They have billions of dollars. They like, they don't call it tissue. They call it Kleenex. And I can't really work with that brand. I'm not interested in it, but how am I going to tell all these different varied stories all the time in all these different places? The brand doesn't have that depth. They have the, the, the iconography based on emotional attachment and that's dope and that's cool. And they built a great brand. But like, it's not interesting to me and it's not helping people live better lives. Uh, the other side of that uh, is that we work with good people. You can have a great brand with a great story. If you're not a human being that I want to be around, like life is short. You know, there's lots of ways to make money, lots of brands to work with. So uh, we put those two things together and when and, and we only work with brands that help people in some way live their best life. And Whereas, you know, the word vegan, let's call it vegan for a second. It used to be polarizing, you know, it used to be, and it still is to a degree, but that's going away. That's why people said plant-based to get people in because vegan, you know, it conjured an image of something that was a little bit angry, a little bit political. Uh, but that's actually going away because what was, what was once niche is becoming mass. And that, that image of the, of the, of the, angry vegan is now you know not a thing movies like game changers and um you know uh all these great plant-based restaurants that are coming out and all these great brands like beyond me are, are are out and so uh there's a movement from niche to mass which means more people are adopting this which means there's more story to tell and you guys are right in the middle of this doing something amazing it, it was once i met you and i got to know you guys I already knew I liked the brand. Once I met you and got to know you guys, it was it was a very easy decision. Yeah, I actually kind of remember, um, and I referenced this in an email earlier, Alex, but I really remember those early talks with you guys and just, you know, 
it's, it's hard to tell, like you can't always tell a good human, but there's vibes and like, we're really into vibes, like John said. So the meet the maker, the people behind the thing, that's almost just as important to us as the thing itself. And then, you know, John mentioned the potential for story is really important to us. Um, and something like PlantX, I mean, just inherently look at the categories on your website and the ones you just mentioned, you know, in the forward, Sean, like <laughs> pets, plants, pantry, cosmetics, like, it's just a gold mine of storytelling opportunities. And so from a pitching perspective, it's a, you know, a real opportunity um, that we're always sort of able to, you know, no pun intended, turn a new leaf um, in terms of, you know, the pitch that we're going out with that week or um, the campaigns that we're prioritizing that month. It's just like, it's fresh, you know, there's so much to talk about. So we're never uh, struggling for a subject line or a subject matter. It's also varied, you know, a few years ago, if you were talking about plants, you were talking, you know, to, to Veg News exclusively, which Vez, Veg News is great, but it was very, you know, insular. There was no, uh, there was no market for stories beyond it, but now uh, it's, it's pop culture. And, you know, that's, that's, that's a wonderful thing. And the truth is, it's just warming up. We are really in, in the beginning of this. And I truly believe as someone who, by the way, is like semi-professional meat smoker, you know, like I was really, really into that. Um, but I really believe that in a hundred years, people are going to look back on us and all the humans before us and be like, they used to eat meat. <laughs> Yeah. And on that, like, it's really interesting that you guys are identifying that uh, somebody sent me a snippet yesterday that in all of Starbucks history, they've never seen as disruptive of a space of this alternative dairy uh, movement as we've seen um, since COVID essentially or over the last past few months. I thought that was really interesting and lines up exactly with what you guys were speaking about. And I mentioned it earlier in the show, once we guys have, you know, we have you on on this show, we really encourage people to send in questions because when else will they get this chance to ask you live? And, you know, Heather, you always go above and beyond and we always give away uh, a gift each week to a viewer or somebody who really contributes to the team. And the team's put together these really great uh, Valentine baskets. So uh, we'd like to send one over to you this week. So following this show, please let us know where to uh, go ahead and, and send that. So oh, wow, charm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, awesome. That if I could just piggyback on that, you know, the Valentine's baskets is a really good example. Um, and Sean, I'm not just you know uh, blowing smoke here. You guys, I think, are such a powerful partner because you know, we have an exchange, like you said, like once a week, you know, we have our touch base and we talk throughout the week as needed. But anytime we have an idea, like, hey, if we had this, you know, if X, then Y, like if, if we had some Valentine's Day baskets, that would be great for Valentine's Day pitching. If we had some images that looked like this, you and Alex and, and the whole team that we've interfaced with are just like, got it, you'll have it by tomorrow. And I think that that's so um, important to note out just from a, um, like, eager and enthusiastic point of view you're not just like well work with what work with what you've got you know you've got like we we told you what it was there's just such um a fluidity and sort of an eagerness to do whatever is best for like you know our obviously our mutual goal but um i'm just like constantly impressed just sort of with the um well I feel like alex is a little superhuman in terms of like response times and things but just you know like getting back to us and just making things happen to um, sort of augment our, our mutual footprint. 
No, and thanks for echoing that because um, I say that a lot on our vodcasts, how our team, whether it's our accounting team working around the clock, and you obviously experience a lot with our uh, marketing and advertising team. And, I, you know, it's incredible how everybody's always willing to jump in around the clock and you throw over an idea. And that's where I think we've meshed so well. You know, the first month, took a while to get things going. You said, don't worry, your story is great. You're going to see it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I still remember that big time and how it's just snowballed completely now is uh, is truly remarkable. So uh, again, you know, your team's done great. And, um, you know, we obviously could speak probably for hours. Uh, you know, every week we kind of run to that last second and working together. So um, some people have written some questions. So uh, the, the big one that I was always when I got started in public markets, because PR is PR, but then IR is obviously invested investor relations. And sometimes people don't know how, how it differentiates. You could go for that one, Heather. Oh, gee, thanks. Um, well, you know what? I've never done IR, but I can tell you how we work with people in IR. Um, so we have a few, you know, public companies, like I mentioned, a lot of our companies are like still in their seed round. And then we've got people at the opposite end of the spectrum that are, you know, moving and shake, shaking in the public based space like you guys are. Um, I think for us, it's really about being collaborative with the IR team. You know, our, our job on paper is consumer facing press. So really, you know, augmenting your footprint in you know, uh, there's just a piece in CNET, in things like Veg News. And so really speaking to your potential consumers, that's usually like 80% of our brief as not only your P PR firm, but anyone's PR firm. We want to get the buzz out there to your potential consumers um, and obviously ultimately drive sales through through those articles and, and Instagrams and however they manifest. Um, I think what's really important um, is that we don't really... <laughs> I mean, now I'm on tape saying this, so I better be careful, but we never say that's out of scope, right? Like we're not the kind of PR firm to say, you know, sorry, that's not PR. Or like, you know, you mentioned the talent acquisition. We're never going to be the P like, we just want to do what the brand needs at that time, because ultimately, you know, whatever you guys need, whether it's traditional PR, which is the worst, or, you know, brand building, influencer partnerships, VIP ambassadors, investor relation, you know, help that's all that that all helps us so i think it's really about being collaborative seeing what your ir team is working on and creating a pitch that week for the financial sector of like consumer facing media for the forbes and the fast companies and the fortunes and the entrepreneurs that really echo the sentiments that you know the investment side would would be benefiting from and obviously when you're you know you're a public-based company we want to get as much uh, momentum out there for you to help drive, you know, your stock as well. So at the end of the day, there's another layer of sort of responsibility. We're not just trying to get you up your cool factor. We want to see the numbers go up as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, no. I think, you know, with IR, we're, they're, they're trying to get people excited about a brand financially. Uh, and with, with PR, I'm trying to tell a story that builds the brand. You know, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to deliver any shareholder value in the near term. You know, it often will not. It's about the continuity and the variety and the types of stories that you tell that over time build brands. But when we're talking about the day to day investor relation, there's a lot of companies that pump out press releases, you know, several times a week. And uh, I understand that uh, from the, you know, in investor 
perspective, but I'm much more interested in like long-term brand building, sustainable brand building. Yeah, and like, well, Alex can tell you, like we, we, you're a public company, you obviously press release all the time, but we kind of look at that with our eyes squinted and look for the storytelling opportunities that aren't just pure information sharing, but rather have legs to sort of, you know, in, you know, develop into a story or a storyline that we can then tell that benefits the financial sector, but is actually more of a lifestyle brand builder. And uh, besides us, like internally in the company, externally, it's so great that you guys know the story so well. You know, you've been following it for a few months, us jumping on that once a week, going over those press releases and everything that we've put together. It allows you also to explain that story, like you said, better. And uh, again, I think you guys go the extra mile by not just treating us as a client. You're actually part of the Plantex family, even though you said we're part of the Jack Taylor family, you guys are part of the Plantex family as well. So, you know, obviously from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you very much for uh, for being on the show today. And uh, we look forward to uh, keep killing it with you guys. So, you know, thank you uh, once again for going above and beyond. Man, thank you. Really uh, humbling. And uh, I'm so excited about uh, about you guys, about us. And uh, we really are, you know, like this is a very, very nascent company and a nascent market. And uh, this is this is going to become and you can see it all over the world, like a a, a mass global movement. And we are right at the forefront of it. And uh, it's super exciting. Yeah, thanks, John. And thanks uh, for always jumping in whenever you hear that we're looking for either uh, some talent or a different direction for using your personal contacts for us and and getting things involved. And I know our uh, investors and shareholders are going to be quite excited to see what comes in the next few weeks. So they don't need to wait too long for that. So uh, thanks, guys. Thank you. So um, on that note, you uh, got a chance to meet another dynamic team that we work with in the background. And uh, that's the reason why we started this podcast weekly. Instead of just a press release going out, hey, we're working with Jack Taylor, or, you know, different press releases that we announce all the time. Over 17 weeks, you've gotten the chance to see the type of people that work with Plantex. And hopefully you see that we're extremely different and that we think outside the box and put together the best of the best. Someone always says to me in the company, we always want to hire the best. And so far, we've done a great job with that. And I don't think I've called them out yet. But Christina and Andrea, they worked through the holiday season, getting a chance to understand our company uh, during the holiday, and really take the time to then run the whole IR side of things by taking the stories and then making sure Jack Taylor gets those stories. So They've worked literally around the clock some nights. So I just wanted to go ahead and thank and, you know, I could go ahead and thank our team all day long because just everybody really puts their heart and soul into the company. So, um, you know, once again, thank you very much for joining. I'd love to uh, keep going a little bit longer. I've got about an hour to make it over to the to the Seattle airport so that I could get over to San Diego tonight so we could rock this whole week. We've got a few interviews lined up and, and I really can't wait to share everything. I'll make sure to get some videos to share with everybody and get it out on social media. So till next time, stay curious, stay planted, stay healthy. Cheers. So that's it for this episode of the PlantX podcast please check out investor.plantx.com to learn more. And we welcome you to join our thriving community. In the meantime, stay curious, 
Stay planted, stay healthy.